You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. gentlemen you can play the country you can change your name you can step on an alien turd at area 51 but nothing nothing will save you from the watch list hey everybody how's everybody's monday good good there's there's a dude voice presence a very dude voice <laughs> and it ain't mine <laughs> <laughs> the dudeliest voice is here we got some d in the studio yeah so today we have or this evening uh director of ufo the otis file that is an aliens mockumentary mm-hmm. um and i have the pleasure of being a feature in this film as yes. otis's wife yeah um but there is a kickstarter now live trico tell us all about it uh it's live um so go in there and give me all your money <laughs> okay that's good <laughs> yeah no, there's a lot of cool prizes on or a lot of cool tiers on there. Uh, for backers, you can get tickets to the red carpet premiere in Howe on May 6th. You can get, uh, if you can't make it to the premiere, you can get a DVD copy uh, signed by all the cast. Um, I think there's uh, some Nora stuff on there, if I remember right. And then um, pretty much anyone that was in the movie that has stuff like cool stuff that they made is is on there. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. tier that features. It's the one of the Casey Pierce tiers. You yeah. can get uh, copies of Nora. Um, but uh, let's talk about the synopsis. What is mm-hmm. the Otis Files? Oh, uh, this guy named Otis, he thinks he sees an alien. Well, he's convinced that he did. And uh, it kind of changes his life, and he becomes like a local celebrity. And, and it's kind of zany. It's um, kind of like uh, Trailer Park Boys meets like X-Files or something like that. Why do I see Polly Shore playing this? He's actually in it. He plays oh, really? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, what? We couldn't get him. <laughs> it's bad when Polly Shore turns you down for your film. <laughs> I think you would have killed me if I didn't tell you that I was in a movie with Polly Shore. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you... I would have been mad at myself. Girl, you know I would hook you up. <laughs> if I was in, within a, feet, a few feet of Polly Shore... <laughs> Girl, you better get your ass down here. You better drop that dog and run. <laughs> um, <laughs> grindage. She comes running out like the vet ER and like some little kids like, did Fido make it? And she's like, I got time for that. Polly Shore. And just goes like running out of there. My love. <laughs> um, so are you obviously inspired by... Um, all the, the latest documentaries that are, you yeah. know, on fire, sort of like um, uh, Ancient Aliens. Um, uh, what, how did you set out, like, to write this? Well, what I prompted was, uh, you? I was going to, like, make the great American movie, and then I was like, fuck that, and then I made, like, UFO, <laughs> the Otis Files instead. And, uh, no, um, I was at a convention, and I was talking to people, and I had like an idea because we we're talking about documentaries and everything because I watch a lot of documentaries and um, I watch a lot of like ancient aliens and like a lot of different stuff with like cryptids and like 
just weird, bizarre shit, you know, that I'm not sure if it's real or not. Um, so I was like, well, what if this guy found a thing and like an alien, but he wasn't sure. And, you know, um, so the story kind of involved from there, but then, uh, I tend to not write very serious stuff. So I'm like, well, I got to make it a mockumentary so I can like have fun and, and put a bunch of jokes in there and whatnot. Tell us more about the main character, Otis. The main character, Otis. Um, he's from like a small town and he likes to make moonshine. And uh, um, pretty much as soon as I came up with the character, I'm like, dude, David Hayes has to play this. And um, I I didn't have any good blackmail on David Hayes, but he still said he'd do it anyways. So that was <laughs> Polly cool. Shore said no. Yeah, Polly Shore <laughs> said no. He was my first choice. <laughs> but Polly Shore has been in overalls in the film Son in Law. Yes. Otis wears overalls. With uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Them sexy right? overalls. Yeah. <laughs> Them overalls. That changed my yeah. life. <laughs> I'm overall horny. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, okay, so how long was this film process? And, and who was involved? Um, who did you get in touch with? As soon as you said, okay, I got a script, um, where was your next go-to? Oh, um, well, like, uh, when I had the idea on the way home, it was out in Lansing when I was at a con. So on the way home, I was, like, acting out all the parts in my head and, like, doing different voices and everything. And because I'm alone in my truck and I have, like, a cassette player, so, like, there's nothing to listen to. So I, like, talk to myself a lot in my car. (laughs) So I'm, like, acting everything out. I got home. I'm, like, nobody bother me. I got to write. And um, so I wrote it all down, and then the next day kind of fleshed out the script. And a lot of it I had, like, people in mind of who could play different parts. Um, and then, you know, I had the script, and then uh, I got hooked up with Warren, the cameraman director guy. And um, we, I, I'm like, okay, now i got to cast this thing. And uh, so I, I was kind of like, okay, who would, who would do crazy stuff for me? <laughs> without getting paid <laughs> yeah wants to do crazy stuff yeah <clears throat> and i'm like well um uh different parts i'm like ah, this person would be really good for that like there's a an otis reenactor because there's like a reenactment scene of when otis sees the alien and i'm like i think josh could play a like really over the top like josh warner he could play like a really over the top like kind of flamboyant josh warner actor. the art director of source point Press. yes mm-hmm. yeah so i feel like he could probably do that um you know, and he, he did like awesome in it. He uh, he's done like a lot of acting, and um, he's like a really funny guy naturally. So it was pretty cool. Um, and he's really good at like I didn't realize how good he was at like physical comedy until like we started filming him. So <laughs> it worked out pretty nice. Nice. Yeah. Um. Now, well, casting me as Otis's wife was kind of a last-second decision because you called me and you asked if I could do an accent, <laughs> yeah. a southern accent. She was supposed was to be like, an off-screen thing, <laughs> and she turned into, you know, actually the items were from my closet, but yeah. like a trailer park diva. And I, I still laugh because um, Jason said, you look like uh, you're on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Which I think, I mean, he loves Saved by the Bell, so I'm like, I think he was turned on by it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I came with a skillet because I thought we were going to shoot the scene as if we were in a kitchen for some reason. Because I said, you know, it was a Friday because I was at Bango. Yeah. Um, and so, but we wound up just because we were in a comic shop. There, and you're yeah. like, well, I didn't imagine like peering in from a kitchen. We are actually at the comic shop, and that's like what we want 
the actual scene to be. You know, he's doing uh, an interview there. And uh, so I'm like, well, let's just... We just had her walk around with a skill at the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> totally makes sense, though. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think originally it was supposed to take place outside Otis's house. So, yeah, it would have made sense, like, her kind of coming out, you know, like, presumably out of the kitchen or something and being like, hey, you know, with a frying pan. But uh, uh, with scheduling and everything, and we kind of had to do some, like, guerrilla filming. And we're like, okay, Casey's here, Otis is here, or David Hayes is here. we got to film it right here at this comic store. So... <laughs> So it worked out good, though they were they were very welcoming. To a lot of the there. film seems like it's kind of off the cuff. Yeah, you know, like um, I don't want to say it sounds like the whole film you were winging it, <laughs> but a lot of scenes are really genuine because you're like, oh, you know, spur of the yeah. moment, let, let's this let's make this better and do it this way as opposed to how we planned it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We we ended up adding a lot of scenes. Like one time we were here, uh, here filming at the studio, and. Uh, it was raining outside, and I'm like, okay, who has an umbrella? Because I didn't want everyone getting wet. And, um, like, uh, Chrissy, one of the other actresses, she had, like, a little kid's umbrella from, like, her son. And so we added that into the script where uh, the mayor's assistant kind of goes out the little kid's umbrella, and the mayor's, like, berating him for – he's like, what's that going to cover up, you know, because it's, like, a little tiny umbrella. So we ended up adding, like, an entire scene based on, like, just it raining that day. Hey, a lot of, oh, wait, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Um, do you guys have questions for Trico? Where can you, um, if someone wants to find out more about your project, where can they go? Oh, um, it's on Facebook, uh, Twitter under UFO Mockumentary, um, and on the Kickstarter. If you do uh, go on a Kickstarter, do a search for UFO, it, it pulls up on there. It, it'll show up like, I think it's the second one that it pulls up is UFO The Otis Files. Okay. Mm hmm. Um, when is the premiere? Uh, May 6th. May 6th? Yep. Out in, and that'll be? Um, oh, it's a Saturday. It's out in Howell, Michigan. Now, do people buy tickets for that or? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, they're available on the Kickstarter. And okay. if they can't make it, there's like a DVD on there. We can also um, mm -hmm. post uh, a link to the information on our uh, watch list page on Facebook. Um, yeah, I posted the Kickstarter, but oh, not okay. the uh, premiere date. Uh, Holly, could you read the number for us? Because I cannot see that far. 248-579-5260. You have really good eyes. I can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Context, Again, that's 248-579-5260. So if you guys have any questions for Trico, I told Jay Father he should probably call in. <laughs> um, but why Aliens? Oh, um, I know some I'm into. Like, I know, like, as a historian, I'm not supposed to like the ancient alien stuff, but like, yeah, that was interesting <laughs> to me. You are you're also a historian, yeah. So tell me more about that. Oh, um, I read a lot of history books. Uh, <laughs> so that makes you a historian. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I have a master's in history, and uh, I always wanted to be like a history college professor, but um, you know, I didn't have them. So now I just do goofy movies and and do like a goofy history podcast instead. So what's your day job then? Oh, uh, during the day, I, uh, I edit automotive repair manuals. Oh, see, I didn't know that. I thought you yeah. were like being Mr. Historian. Like I always imagine like, 
you know, if you're at work, you're like in one of those like <laughs> I'm in like a tweed suit a with tweed like suit, leather like patches on the elbows, holding and... an apple for some reason. Like music that you would hear on C-SPAN Crossfire. Like <laughs> Trico's being all smart, and then he's gonna come home. Woo, Trico. <laughs> Do you yourself actually believe in aliens? Uh, I believe they're out there just based on like numbers and probabilities. Uh, there pretty much has to be. Um, I'm not sure if they've been here before, so I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence about that. What about you guys? Um, yeah, I believe uh, there has to be other life besides us um, somewhere in this world. <laughs> uh, I definitely feel like there has been many things that have happened that you can't prove um, that they don't exist. So there's so many things that are left unsaid, I guess. Yeah, undiscovered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hell yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, to I do. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've read um, a lot of uh, William Cooper, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with him, um, who does believe that uh, you know about about the Eisenhower Treaty that we had, and you know shortly after his term, they violated that treaty. Things like that. Um, I'm a, I'm a total Cooper follower, so uh, yes, I am crazy. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm I'm filled with crazy, filled with crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, I can't possibly imagine our whole entire, you know, solar system that we're the only only life form that exists. That would be ridiculous and honestly yeah. pretty cocky. It would be kind of depressing too. Yeah, like to know that once the human race dies out, oh. that's it. Just rocks on a pool table. Yeah, <laughs> rocks on a pool. That's table. the universe. Just <laughs> grass growing. That's yeah, all. there's got to be more <laughs> yeah. out there than just us. We just can't seem to get to them. That's probably good though. Because they're probably smarter than us. Oh, clearly, I think they're here. Have you looked at your news feed lately? Like all <laughs> kinds of stupid out there. Oh yeah. So <laughs> reptilians crawling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> which, um, which reminds me, we can jump into our article uh, about the woman, but but the nurse who claims that aliens can inhabit her body. And she can become possessed by them in order to relay messages. And she is hardcore serious. And she's been having people... The, the part that caught me off guard was that she's holding these like seminars to deliver these messages from the aliens in like a shitty motel. <laughs> <laughs> that, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, hot damn. Was it behind a bowling alley or something? Yeah, it was or, behind a yeah. something like that. Or a used car lot. Holly had sent it to me. Holly, do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna kick us off? Um, the lady's name is Carrie Ann Thornton. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, like Casey said, she's a, a former Sydney nurse, and that, now she works as an alien psychic, like you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading the word. Um, so it began with her driving down the Sydney Highway when she saw a dark figure suddenly appear on the backseat of her car. And then she said it was an experience that would com- like spark a complete career change. And uh, she said uh, after seven years of preparing her body mentally, spiritually, and physically, um, she had invited a small group to watch on the Greys, a peaceful alien species, inhabited her body. They're calling it the awakening. 
there, the aliens, going to make a statement. If you want to call me crazy or I'm just making things up or attention seeker, go right ahead, she said. <clears throat> so is she saying so she's saying that they're actually inhabiting her body? Yeah. Did you watch mm. the video? No, I didn't play the video yet. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Oh yes. This the shit she says, I was rolling. Uh-oh. Home and away with the well, Home and away. <laughs> Damn advertisement. That's, that's what the aliens. All the ads are even Australian on there. The aliens have a new show. Always something to watch anytime free. We have 30 plus ETs in this room right now. Okay, invisible, of course. Otherwise, everyone would be able to see them. They're going to be using my body and my voice to answer questions. So, guys, when you're ready. Okay, start talking about the Anunnaki. Okay. For seven years, I've been training spiritually with them. They've been teaching me um, astral travel and just basically to be vibrating my energy at a higher level to match theirs. Trump has no interest in Americans. His only interest is gaining technology, gaining power, gaining money, and wanting to take over the world. And this is driven by his ties to Putin and the Illuminati. Because the Draconians are the Illuminati and have links with the Queen, the Draconians influenced William to get with Kate. So the aliens are hooking people up. They're matchmakers. (laughs) She thinks Kate Middleton is a shapeshifter. Like Will and Kate? Like She thinks she's a reptilian that was specially designed for this position. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I would never have thought that, but. That's not me. She's possessing her phone. <laughs> well, the what the heck are. was that? I have no idea where they came from. It came from my phone, but I don't even know what happened. <laughs> okay, which, <laughs> speaking of, I don't know what happened the other day. Not to get off topic, but the other day, um, I came home late at night and was laying in bed, and I turned the TV on. <clears throat> And then uh, I needed to focus on my schoolwork, so I turned it off. Ten minutes later, the TV turned back on. You're shitting me. Like, just by itself. It scared me, because I was like, whoa. Uh, wasn't on the controller or anything. Wasn't pushing any buttons. That's weird. That's never happened to me. And I'm like, well, maybe it was like a fluke thing. But, I don't know. Just weird. Well, your mom did say your house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> She well, said I she pers- was doing laundry. Or what was she doing? And she saw a ghost. Oh yeah, ass. I forgot about that. Oh damn it! I reminded you. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to talk about. But um, <clears throat> she said she was in the basement, which I de- I never like basements, anyways, because I always feel like it's weird energy down there. Maybe it's because it's closer to the center center of the earth. <clears throat> but um, <laughs> she said she was down there, and to backtrack, I already felt weird about the house. Not that I feel like anything's evil there, but when I first moved into that house, my neighbors had told me that a man died there that used to own that house and it was built for him. So, but he died outside shoveling snow. So ever since then, I was like, well, I mean, I, I feel things sometimes, but it's not like they want to hurt me. I feel like, <clears throat> so in the basement, um, my mom said she was down there and what did she say? She said something like, uh, she, she saw a, f- a figure. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't have told you that. I mean, I like, love you. Good night. Like, like I, because I love you, I would not have said that. And another thing, I was sitting here biting my lip, laughing because you said I don't really don't like basements. I think it's like 
Probably because it's closer to the center of the earth. Like you feel like a dissension to hell every time you go do laundry. <laughs> I do. I always wish that my laundry was upstairs. To be honest, dun, 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 basements dun, are creepy dun. when they're dark in general. Mm-hmm. Like my grandparents' basement, it had like open stairs, so it's like you take a step up and there's no like closure there. So every time I'm like, someone's totally gonna grab my foot, and I'd like run up real quick and be like, <laughs> I just feel like I got something is always. Do you ever feel like something's watching you and something's like by you? That's the feeling I get when I'm down there. Like something is looming around me and I feel like something's watching me and I need to find some wood to knock on, but nothing's ever like hurt me or anything like that. But knowing the history of the house and my mom saying that and uh, now this TV incident, I don't even know what that was about, but. We're just going to say that was a fluke because things like that can happen with His technology. Shows are coming on. Because I got to go home tonight. <laughs> right. His shows um, are coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that on porn now? But, I don't know. My, my phone's being weird right now, so who knows. But uh, <laughs> Wait, is but, Mercury in retrograde? Because if it is. I don't think so. I hope not. I know, technology it, stuff? Yeah, technology Going, goes awry. Yeah, crazy. Um, but I like how she was talking about the energy and getting on the level of their energy because not many people know this, but my uncle, um, he is actually a past life regression therapy. He had taken classes on that and he actually does it on people where he, what happens is um, he puts them under hypnosis and he can take them back into past lives and then they talk about it while they're under hypnosis. I want to see your uncle. Remember what I told you about my old roommate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That my soul's evil and it, like, murdered, oh like, gosh. this guy's whole entire family, like, bloodline and a I don't think life. your soul's evil, but... I don't think so either, but I still want to go see your uncle, so... Um, yeah. Anyways. So, the whole thing with that is that his theory, he told me, was that when he does this past life regression, is um, you get to your higher being, which knows all about you, and can actually cure yourself of ailments and that this theory is also that you can communicate with aliens and that your higher self knows more about aliens and and that sort of thing but also about the energy frequency a higher vibrations and reaching different dimensions and is it sort of like a form of astral projection where you can step outside of yourself your actual physical body, and then... When you're under hypnosis, uh, he gets you deep under, and then you... There's, like... It's a, it's yourself, but it's a clearer state of mind, I guess, and I don't even know how to describe it. Is that, like, reaching into, like, your subconscious or something? Yes. Yeah, your like, conscious mind, like, is always there. Right. Because it just reminded me when you said... That, you know, you, you can cure yourself of alien aliens. You can cure yourself of ailments. <laughs> That's aliens. That's native lady needs to cure herself of the aliens. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but uh, there was a woman who, a 70-year-old woman who said, you know, she was diagnosed with, uh, with brain cancer. And she actually took, she was, you know, at, at one of these... Um, I don't want to say seminar. It, w- it was a group that met, and they were all going to do 
mushrooms but it wasn't like you know stone or party or anything this was like you know we're going to do shrooms as a a clinical thing and so she did that and she you know had a mushroom trip to where she stepped outside of her her mind and she was actually up in her brain she could see the tumor and she grabbed it and she moved it and she just threw it into nothingness and then all of a sudden she doesn't have a tumor yeah that's exactly what it's supposed to be like um he claims and he actually traveled, I can't remember, it, he went so long ago, and all the information he told me, I'm, it's a little foggy now, but I know that he traveled to see this lady who does these courses where he, uh, to be trained in, into this, and um, so the whole thing is that it knows all about your body, it knows how to cure, your higher self does, and uh, yeah, like, uh, cancer and other issues going on and it scans the whole entire body and tells you what areas you're having issues with and then uh, takes a few minutes and then helps heal we need to have him on the show I don't know if he would be willing to or not but I, I could ask or find someone who does you know if he's not willing at least send, send some emails out there because I want to feel this Ever since the Kratom, I'm open to everything. (laughs) Now I believe in drugs. Now I get it. I get why people are on drugs. Well, you know what? Indians have been doing psychedelic drugs since, I don't know, the beginning of friggin' time, pretty much, to get to different spiritual plateaus. Peyote and all that. Isn't that what that's supposed to be? It's like a rite of passage. Yeah, reaching your higher self, trying to get uh, dive on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Um, So... His thing was with aliens, he said they're not here to hurt us, um, that we're supposed to learn from them, and that there's actually supposed to be a peaceful bond between us, um, and that there's different categories of aliens. So it would be interesting to have him on and have him explain it in detail, because I am so bad at reciting stories, (laughs) reciting information that people tell me and being able to actually... I mean, I get, I get what you're saying, though. But you know what that reminds me of? When she said that there were invisible aliens in the room, and you said getting to a higher plane, it reminded me of Carl Sagan's theory on the fourth dimension, where he said, okay, um, th- this is what the theory is. Okay, I have a you know C-3PO model in my hand. Okay, this is us. We are C-3PO. Okay, so he he was talking about how, you know, we see three-dimensionally. Four dimensions we would not be able to see, perceive with our actual mind. If there is four dimensions, we would actually be able to hear it, but we wouldn't be able to perceive it because it would be like this, okay? We could hear voices, Mm -hmm. but in four dimensions, it would just kind of, it would be able to perceive us, but we would not be able to perceive them, so it's... It's it would kind of just kind of float right here, you know. He used a post-it and an apple, but it's it's something that we could not perceive. So maybe the invisibility of the aliens was something that the average person could not perceive because maybe they're part of the fourth dimension or the fourth kind, as they call it. Yeah. Um, his thing with the past life regression therapy was to the whole goal of it is to. If you have issues going on, like there was a lady who was afraid of water, like deathly afraid. Mm-hmm. And when he put her on her hypnosis, it was discovered that she had died in a past life by drowning. 
Wow. So Damn. that was his goal is to make people feel better in this life by resolving some issues from their past life of fear and worry. Well, even if she's full of shit, at least she's making people feel good. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta let people believe. It's true. Yeah. But all religions are founded on, so <laughs> there's that. People believing to feel better. Right. It's interesting that this lady from Sydney, um, that she talks about the Illuminati and all that, too. Yeah, I just... Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I don't have enough information on this lady. Like, I, I haven't seen enough. Because apparently she told someone to go buy a lottery ticket, the other person that they would have, you know, internet problems. Um, and towards the end of this article, during the seminar, Miss uh, Miss Thornton uh, told one audience member to go buy lottery tickets, told another that she would experience internet difficulties, and another that her brother's tropical fish would die. Uh, after telling members of the audience about their past lives, she also revealed that Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, was a shapeshifter. Um, she's a draconian hybrid, half woman, uh, uh, half tall, 10 foot tall T-Rex type thing, she said. Um, however, Miss Thornton's promise of aliens possessing her body fell a little short. The audience watched on in a collective silence as Miss Thornton's effort failed time and time again. However, she said she was not concerned about skeptics doubting her. They will be showing themselves in the next couple of weeks and months. They're not waiting for the government to disclose her existence. They're going to do it themselves. So, and Trico, um, we were talking about this on the way here. What, what efforts failed that she couldn't get the aliens to possess her or that she was wrong about? Because um, it, it doesn't say, like, oh, okay, well, what happened when they bought a lot of ticket? Did that guy's fish actually die? Like, you know. That's what I was wondering. There, there were no answers here. And even if if it was that she couldn't become possessed by the alien, wouldn't she just kind of like fake it? Like <laughs> you everyone's know, watching. Like Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost, like you would pull one of those, like oh, oh you, you know, just like oh, here it comes. Oh. I sound like that alien from uh, Men in Black that took over that body. Yeah. Oh totally yeah, like, oh, oh, the bug guy, oh. the Edgar suit. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what she's talking about when she says they'll be showing themselves in the next couple of weeks and months. Whoa. Well, when was that posted? Just a couple days ago. Oh. I think. Let me double check. Here. Oh, just today. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I had to find that that part in the beginning when they said she was like behind a bowling alley in a motel or something. Well, why there? (laughs) You know? I don't know. Maybe if she thought if that could be really far-fetched right now, but maybe she thought if she was to hold it at some fancy place, people would think that's more of fake. And because, kind of, like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> putting on a big show for attention and money or whatever. She <clears throat> was charging $20 a person in a country-style motel room tucked behind a used car dealership. <laughs> well, why would you charge money? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. If you're a psychic, wouldn't you just be making money from private readings and whatnot? That's the thing. It's like, I, I have a really hard time believing this lady. It all just seems, well, for one thing, there's not enough information for me to make an accurate call. 
Um, and two, it just, it, I pay 20 bucks uh, a person to come to this hotel I don't know by the I, Buick dealership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I don't know if I believe her exactly, but, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but I do believe the whole higher frequency, different level dimension, different dimensions, like you were talking about. Yeah, and I totally buy that. And maybe she does too. Like maybe she's been into it, trying to read, and maybe she hasn't been able to reach that higher plane. And now she's like telling herself that she can because she's frustrated. And she's like, I'm going to prove it to everybody. <laughs> she got people 20 bucks. I'm going to get on that higher spiritual plane. 20 bucks or two for 50. I'm going to see Jesus. <laughs> Watch me. 20 bucks. It seemed like she was playing odds too because uh, like eventually a fish is going to die. So if you tell someone that fish is going to die, if it dies within a month or two, they're going to be like, oh, man, she called it, you know. And then, <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. And if the guy won the lottery, she'd probably get a cut of the money. So I'm going to start telling people they're going to win the lottery all the time. Well, she probably won like the $3 so we can get another Scratch ticket. Off. Like, well, yeah. hey, you won. I told you. I didn't tell you how much you're going to win. Yeah. Hey, now you get another chance. Yeah. Well, higher frequency, ugh, frequency thing makes me think of uh, there's a movie I watched recently. And it was this chick, and was it with the guy and the girl, and they had the frequency yep. levels. Yep, yeah, and being on the different levels, and there was certain. Yep, and they could communicate with like the aliens, but like nobody else could. And we were about to go to like war or whatever. I believe that. Uh, but they would only communicate with her, and I can't remember why she was like chosen or whatever. But it was actually really. What was the name of that? Do you know, Holly? I'm not sure. No, I'll have I can't to Google it. It was a good movie, though. I love when people say that they're chosen. I It just reminded me of this girl. Um, we were talking about past lives. That's what made me think of it. I used to work with her at a massage place, and she would tell the tallest tales ever. She was a pathological liar. She wanted to be cool so bad. And she never grew out of that, like, high school goth phase. <laughs> and so she was outside smoking, you know, when I was a smoker. And, uh, which actually, I've been smoke free for a couple months now. So it was that <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, but she said, So I have something to tell you. And, like, what? <laughs> she goes, So, you know how we're talking about, like, past lives and stuff? <laughs> well, I got to tell you who I actually am. I'm like, who she is? Cleopatra. (laughs) And I'm like, and I have to go because I have to work with the bitch. So I'm like, oh, really? Dude, that's really cool. She's like, uh huh. Yeah. Because my cat and I, like, it's the same as Cleopatra's cat. Like, we were buried together when she died and, you know, all this shit. Saying that her cat was brought back to life, I mean, reincarnated too. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So at the same time, they came back. My my sister in law made a very good point. She goes, "Here's the thing: if past lives are real, you were not anybody famous. Odds are you were a slave or some sort of house <laughs> servant." Which is weird because you know Holly and I both do massage therapy, and during like Reiki attunements or anything like that, where you it, you know it's it's energy work, and we both dabble in Reiki. Um, you know, I had a Reiki dream when I was actually on the massage table that I was standing in a field of wheat, like in Europe. And, you know, there was like a, a castle far away. And, um, but that was the extent of the dream. I didn't see what I was doing. I was probably like chucking wheat. 
<laughs> I'm getting like blisters all on my fingers. I just remember the good part of it, like, oh, everything's so beautiful. <laughs> Never mind that, like, your hands were bleeding and stuff. Right. I didn't bother to look down in the dream, like, oh, everything's so nice. Fields of gold. Anyway. But. But yeah, you know, if if past lives are real, I'm you know, I'm I'm remaining subject, subjective here. Yeah, you you were not Cleopatra. Give me a break. But Traco, do you believe in past lives? Yeah. Who are you in a past life? Oh, uh, probably no one important. I haven't checked into it, but I yeah. <laughs> haven't checked into it. <laughs> do you remember that girl that was on the news and she claimed that she was Marilyn Monroe? In yes. a past life. <laughs> yeah, that you happened. <laughs> She you wishes. <laughs> she, what, did she say that she was choked to death by Kennedy? <laughs> I'm trying to remember what what she said about that. I don't know. This is a while ago. That's the first thing I would have asked. I'm going to still do the Kennedys do it. They totally offed you, didn't they? Because I saw those morgue photos, bitch. You got no. bruises around your neck. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been him, though. It would have been like a hired hand, you know. Right. So, well, somebody choked her. Well, yeah. Shut up, that bitch. I think we all know that wasn't like... <laughs> When you do it with the pillow and I have marks. Wasn't she all knocked oh, up know. anyways because she had pills in her system? Yeah, she had a bunch of barbiturates or yeah. something in her system, right? Well, that's what they tell you. Yeah, yeah but she was taking that <laughs> shit every day. So, right. you know, it's a few more. She would have been fine. Somebody <laughs> off Maryland. <laughs> she overdosed and fell on her hands like, <laughs> like around her neck. Um, oh, do you guys remember that video of that kid, because it was about, you know, our past lives and whatnot, that he told his parents when he was like five years old, he was drawing airplanes. And he said that he was in, um, was it World War One? Yeah, it was. And he said the, the name of the plane and the people that were on his convoy. Wow. And he wouldn't know anything about that because he's five years old. And they looked up the name of the plane and these people actually existed. Wow. And then he claimed to be this person, and this person actually existed. And the the, the lookalike is uncanny. And he even met um, the sister of this person that he claimed to be. You know, she's an old woman. And um, I I believe her name is Eleanor. And he said, yeah, we call you Ellie. And they went to the place where his plane went down um, in Japan and, uh, you know, you threw flowers in the water and whatnot. And this kid starts sobbing uncontrollably. Wow. See, that's hmm. weird to me when it comes from a kid because, you know, unless their parents, like, planted all that stuff in his head, which why would you just find some random dude that died in World War II? And how do you, how do you know? You call him Right. He Ali. knew, he knew like, crazy that, information. That stuff's different. When it comes from adults, I'm like, oh, well, you're probably kind of full of shit right. so when it comes from a kid it's like oh but they're pure they're more genuine yeah yeah and this kid like how do you like sob and control beyond a man like that like i was crying too when i saw the video because i'm like this is this is crazy you know like past that that's real man i believe that wholeheartedly free incarnation is real like i want to come back as a cat I was just like, I'm serious, like a wall taking care of cat. I was noticing that like when I stopped home before I came back here, I'm like, 
man, these these guys don't have to do nothing for like themselves. Like you clean their shit. Like that's the first <laughs> thing I was gonna say. Them, yeah. Like get your poop they're scooped. fed all the time. <laughs> like they get love, and all they do is sleep and play. <laughs> Sounds like cool life. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm not sure if I believe in reincarnation. I think that would be pretty cool, but I don't know what I believe anymore. So I don't know. I'm kind of open. Remember something when, I'm gonna have to research. Remember know? when we were you were on for this, Jess? When we had the show where we talked about. I think you were on where the um, bioengineer proved that life after death exists. Um, are you talking about the episode where we talked about that off the website? Yeah, yeah. Where he said that you you just turn into a different form of energy. Yeah, he said that um, it goes on and you would exist as what did he say? It was as in a realm that you've been in before. Yeah, and then you exist as as you've always existed. Yeah, we we're trying to decode what that really meant. We didn't know what that meant to him. Right, because at first, because we're, like, we're like, does that mean? You come back here, but you're a spirit, and you're in different. I don't know uh, how that would be, because we were trying to think: is that how when people catch ghosts, they're doing normal things, but they look like they're staying in time, like it's it was a different period. Um, but now I'm wondering, because we were just talking about reincarnation, mm-hmm. if it's you exist as you've always existed, you know, your soul, but your body and your surroundings change. Like you were rebirthed into a different energy. <laughs> she knocks the mic over. Um, well, I definitely believe in in reincarnation because I feel like sometimes there is a purpose that we're supposed to come back and serve or even maybe karmic debt. Yeah. That too. Um, but I, I was reading a couple of books, um, by a psychic that has done a lot of work with police and like detective cases, forensics, uh, psychics. Yeah. And, uh, she was saying that we have, we end up having a choice if we want to come back and be reincarnated. You know, there's got to be some weight to this stuff if the police are looking to psychics. Yeah, that's true. Do you remember mm-hmm. the name of the book? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the name was. There's a couple of books. I'll bring it in next time. Um. So yeah. All right, let's go into our next article. Before we go on, so the lady from Sydney, is she on the list or? Oh, you're just dying to say yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I, I want to hear you say it. Like the last couple episodes, I haven't heard it. And I'm like, oh, I know. That's it. right. <laughs> What's this chick's name? Carrie Ann Thornton. Only for you, Trico. Carrie Ann Thornton. You're on the last list. <laughs> awesome. There you go. We should, you know what? No, this is Sydney, Australia, right? 
Yeah, it has to be. Damn it. I wish it was like Sydney, Iowa or something. Like, well, field trip. I'll, I'll pay 20 bucks, Pop. Put on a show. I want to see her like. Be- Go in that motel. Yeah. Get you a $20 ticket. Behind the used car dealer. I want to see some possession <laughs> right now. But I want her to get all theatrical about it. See you walking in there drunk. Yeah, I want to see a possession right now. <laughs> I want my $20 back. None of that mundane stuff. Bust out that Whoopi Goldberg shit. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see ghosts. I want to see the Patrick Swayze theatrical version of you being possessed by an alien. <laughs> you better be jolting all over the goddamn place. I paid twenty. I thought you were gonna say something that. about yeah. Sister Act for a minute. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I thought of oh when I first God. thought about her. I want to hear. I will follow him. <laughs> I'll pay five more dollars. And here's here's a tambourine. Do, do the aliens like Sister Act? Have they seen it? Do they want to watch? Like, if they have good taste, they do. Alien is what no. she's gonna say. You know what? We she probably is. She <laughs> might be half probably. draconian. Like one of them hybrids. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, she looks like a brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean I don't know. Like how many aliens were fit in that hotel room? <laughs> Did she spend the night with them? I like, like an alien like, gang. I became gang. one alien with them gang and then I was yeah. peaceful. <laughs> They, first, they came in me. They came in me. <laughs> and now I'm possessed. Can I have yeah. an alien baby? Aliens bluge and then. <laughs> <laughs> alien loads everywhere. Would that be green or? Um, bust out the black light. <laughs> Carrie, how, how long have you been in this room? <laughs> you paid $20 in travel just to ask her what color aliens bluge is. <laughs> I would too. I would totally do that. Yes. Especially if I was drunk. All my gas station snacks, taquitos, and trail mix. All right. Now you got to tell me. I came all this way. No. <laughs> Aliens food. Why is the alien slideshow of the penises? <laughs> Does it Did you swallow it all? <laughs> so you don't even know what color it is? We drove all this way. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I feel like alien splooge would be glow in the dark. Oh, yeah. It's actually yeah. the consistency of Gak. <laughs> so, like, just thinking about the Monica Lewinsky. What? With, the, with the dress. I mean, oh, why? Alien splooge. Oh, it wasn't Bill. Bill's an alien. I believe. I think he's a shape. He got not on her dress. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Monica doesn't swallow. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's Nickelodeon. Like, I can't do a Bill Clinton voice. <laughs> I can do a Bill Clinton thumb. That. That's Nickelodeon gang. <laughs> and it's all that. I like the show. <laughs> we can't even do. Draco, can you do a good Bill Clinton voice? No, I wish I could. Jess, I got nothing. Uh, no, hang yeah, on. I can't yeah, I'll, I'll try. If anyone's listening, they can do a Bill Clinton Nick, voice. Uh, I sound like an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Oink. Jay Fosgett, Jay, if you're listening, hey. But <laughs> I remember when Jay Fosgett and I were in the airport and we saw Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. I forgot all about the that. The only reason we even saw him was because he had, he was, he was actually, um, I think we were going to New York that time. We had just landed in New York 
and he was actually going to Detroit. The funny thing. Oh, jeez. So he was, <laughs> we were like switching places, but he was passing by us and recognized him because these girls started surrounding him, asking him for a photo. And then I turned and looked and I'm like, man, he looks old. He looked old as shit. Oh, yeah. I read an article that said it speculated that he has AIDS. Really? Oh, really? I thought maybe he had some like sort of degenerative thing going on. Maybe not AIDS, but maybe Parkinson's or maybe or uh, Alzheimer's or something like that. Because he he probably something like Alzheimer's because you saw him like when he was standing on the stage balloons. And, yeah, and everybody and was, came so down, he was like, mean. Ah. he was like, oh. And he looked like a kidney. <laughs> yeah, he was so, like, you know? he was yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's mean because he doesn't. He really just doesn't look like he's all there. That or he smoked a big fatty and just used <laughs> some like clear eyes. Like I don't know when they zoomed in on, on yeah. him during his wife's speech, and he was like, uh, it's a, like he was when, there. When the he was weed like, is louder yeah, than your wife. Like, not there. He's just spacing <laughs> out. Yeah, his mouth was half open too. He was like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I wonder if he's got some sort of like degenerative thing going on. You know, there's something going on with him. Yeah, yeah. really, like Alzheimer's or dementia. Because you're not really, you know, there. But you'd probably be like, Hillary, out of nowhere. You know, <laughs> he was very nice to all the people in the airport. He stopped, but he was like, I really gotta go. I'm in a rush. I would love to meet Bill Clinton. I want to smoke a big old fatty with him. <laughs> do. You like, know he smokes. And Jess, you're like, can't you miss your flight? I got a big J. But I got a cannon of a doobie for you. Come on, <laughs> Bill. Like, All right. Oh, man. I paid that girl to give you a blowjob. You know you can't turn that down. You paid a blowjob. When you said trade, like we were trading places because, you know, he was actually going to Detroit and you were in New York. I just I don't know why I just saw the cover of the film Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, but with your faces like photoshopped, I'm like starring, starring Holly Ogden and Bill Clinton. Oh my god! Oh, I would totally I that. watch that movie. Yeah. I will pay that crazy alien Whoopi Goldberg lady twenty bucks to put that shit on. You'd be like, you want me to stick my hand in that open animal? Uh, no. <laughs> and you'd be like. No, Hillary, I don't want to cuddle. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not tonight. I've got a headache. Uh, Hillary Clinton has a penis. <laughs> Stop <laughs> poking me with that thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, give me the body pillow, Hillary. You're poking me again. <laughs> oh I wish someone God. could do a good impression here. I know. I, know. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm so disappointed in myself. Me too. I hate life right now because I can't <laughs> do a Bill, good Bill Clinton. Mm. Oh, shoot. Fuck. Someone Holly needs to try. call in for my birthday and do a good Bill, Bill Clinton, Clinton impression. <laughs> yeah. As <laughs> we sit here in silence, like, try, come on. I try to attempt Three it. I trying to think of but people. I, but I know I'm just going to tell like an old man. <laughs> Dave could probably do one. He does everything. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, He's can I grab him out of his show and bring him in here just for this one just for a minute? Call over to that studio. like, I just need you to do like a. <laughs> We call over to that studio and be like, hey, Dave, can you come over here to the yes. other studio? And then would he get mad at me? You call from your phone. Yeah. Would he get mad? I'm like, I don't want to get in trouble. No one gets mad at Casey. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have guests in there? They do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they have guests? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah. Well, you. Yeah. How do you do it? He doesn't me. have to leave the studio. He just has to call our studio. So yeah, he can, can fire me. He can't fire you guys. <laughs> can just, I'm not doing he it. He can just hate us forever. <laughs> Could take a lot more than Holly that to make it. Dave hate you. I double dog dare you. 
Hey, it's supposed to be my birthday week. Someone else is supposed to do I it. I gave you a dare for your birthday. <laughs> Let's see if there's a guy I gave you a dare for your birthday. Bring here and see if he can do it. He can't kick you out. It's your birthday. Trico, you can do it. What? No, Dave hates me. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Oh, I was going to say, like, <laughs> your bestie's with Jess Steph just left she's the like room on seven to, shows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to hunt down a Bill Clinton for us. We are hunting down a Bill Clinton impersonator here on the watch list. We're going to make this happen. We are going to make it happen. Maybe, maybe we should have went to a break before Jess got up. Oh, those balloons are still in here. What? What are those from? Still celebrating us, right? Uh, they've been in here forever. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, I saw yesterday. I didn't even realize they were here. That's weird. <laughs> what do they just appear when we're here? Yeah. <laughs> the girls are recording tonight. Release the balloons. <laughs> oh mm. man! Still waiting on that Bill Clinton impersonation. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you're. Has any weird electronic things have happened with you guys? Like, like, like I told about earlier. <clears throat> no, but I will say this. Okay, so it was just really strange because whenever I walk into, did you find a Bill Clinton person? Wait, do it. No. Jess, you're fired. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You had one job, Jess. <laughs> I should have just called Dave then. Fine. <laughs> So for for lack of an impersonator, I'll t- I'll tell my story. Okay. Um, but no, it, it was just a weird series of events. It would be funny. I walk into the kitchen every time I turn the light on, it flickers now. And um, I told Jason about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I noticed it too." You know, whatever. He had poured water all over a candle in our living room to put it out. We don't do that. So now <laughs> there's pockets of water in between the wax. So I can't light this damn candle. And all of a sudden I had it lit and then I'm folding laundry and it goes out right. So then um I was vacuuming and we have a brand new vacuum and I feel like it's pulling up the rug. And I said this area right here, this thing is so powerful, it's sucking up the carpet. And Jason goes, no, that's that was there in winter from the house moving around. I go, the house is moving. Candles are going off by themselves. <laughs> Lights are flickering. And so I hit my heads are falling off. Seriously, might as well add that too because I hit my knees and I go, house, what do you want from us? <laughs> Jason's like, poltergeist. You right? Jason's the TV like, starts like <sighs> white noise and yeah. So, come in here. This house is clean. <laughs> Favorite polder guy. God, that don't go in the light, so Caroline. She is the creepiest part of that damn movie. Yeah. She, she's a creepy she really person. Is. She is. If I met her on the alive. street at dark, I'd scream and run like a little bitch. <laughs> I would. Seriously. She'd be like, Jessica. And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> is she still alive? You can't take me. Uh, I don't think so. Mm. Jessica. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go home later tonight. I'm My gonna TV's going to turn on. It's going to be like static. And it's going to be like, it's going to come out and just I, grab you. I heard you laughing about me on your podcast show. <laughs> I don't like that too much. You sound like Prince. <laughs> it's her mixed with Prince. <laughs> they, they made a baby. Prince is here. I made, I made a little. When, <laughs> you I wish Prince would haunt me. That'd be awesome. Pump them panties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> actually, Prince, oh. that's like the way he sings, but the way he talks is actually a lot deeper. Yeah. He was just sexy. I forgot to tell you this. Uh, what was that? 
There's this movie. Um, what was the movie? Shit. Never mind. Talk for a second. I'll think. Purple of it. Rain. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apollonia. Is that her name? Apollonia. It was that movie that everybody thought like was based on a true story of that haunting of that girl and that guy that were living together. And they were living together. Yeah. It was a girl and a guy, and they were living together, and this, like, ghost, like, completely just terrorized the shit out of them, and everyone was like, oh, my God, that's a true story, and then come to find out it wasn't, like, after seeing it. Paranormal activity? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, I forgot about this, but I, you know, Chris had never seen it, I'm like, oh, my God, you have to watch this movie. I'm like, it's creepy as shit, because it was creepy as shit. So, we're, like, sitting there, and he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, hey, I put the movie on. And there's that scared me. I'm gonna have nightmares tonight of that lady like ripping my like. Your mind knows what scares you. It has from the very beginning. Jess is leaving the room. I'm gonna prank call you. That would be so creepy. Remember, I told you. Speaking speaking of someone calling late at night and being weird. Remember, I told you about the time where it was like three o'clock in the morning and I was like half asleep and my phone went off and it's a New York number. Remember that? It was Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I'm not going to answer this. I don't know what the heck's going on right now. So anyways, they leave a voicemail and I'm like, I'm afraid to listen to this. So it's like silent. And then all of a sudden it goes, New York can be a safe place. (laughs) Oh my God. I was like, what? (laughs) It scared the hell out of me. I turned the lights on. I'm like, I locked my door, my bedroom door. You locked your bedroom. <laughs> what are you trying to keep out? New York? I don't know. It's like, oh she my God, someone's to, watching me. You're trying to keep out the Jews. <laughs> what are you doing? I think, huh? I, and the reason I think I got scared is because I had just gotten back from New York, like, so, you know, so many weeks before that. And I'm like, who the heck oh. is this? That is freaky. Yeah. So yeah. weird. Was it like a recording? It was probably the No, New York it was a guy and he was just like I could tell it wasn't a recording. Oh. It was like silent silence. New York can be a safe place. You didn't know, but you picked up a soccer <laughs> in New York and he's sitting out in the parking lot right now. <laughs> I'm like, I can't go to bed now, thank you. That's all it said. Yeah. That's creepy. That freaked me out too. What the hell? I get weird crap happen to me all the time, man. I think so. Like I attract this weird energy. I've always thought that you weird do. stuff happens to me or happens around me. We were just talking about that uh, on Saturday. Yeah, I was like, because you always have a great story about the weirdest people. I'm like, you know, some really weird people. <laughs> I either love weirdos or just weird energy is like surrounds me. I mean, the the story that you t- told me the other day, I actually went home and told Jason. I go, it was like a lifetime movie when she was telling me about it. <laughs> I told my hairdresser that night because she came over. Like, I got to tell you the story about this really weird guy <laughs> who like faked an illness for like five years. Um, really? <laughs> I'm not, I don't really want to talk about. Yeah, that. we can't get into the story, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, just weird stuff happens, and so I was curious if you guys ever have like TVs turning on just randomly. I mean, I I freaking had the gnomes in my garden, whatever, leaving me iPods. I don't know. 
Oh yeah, Trago. <laughs> you're you're a big fan. Of, you're like the one and only, <laughs> only giant fan of the show. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. that episode? Yeah, I'm kind of fan growing out. I'll be honest. <laughs> I know, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, we want fans. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it was the first iPods. episode of the iPod thing, yes. right? Where like two of them I can't appeared. I believe or that iPod worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. those gnomes—they make a good iPod, dude. Some like keyboard guy iPod. died in the front yard. <laughs> iPods being left under the plants, and um, my TV, and then the ghost in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're probably not even gonna want to go home tonight. Mm. Yeah. That's why you got that big ass dog. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs> but uh Do you wanna go to break? I was just gonna say that. I can read your mind. Moo <laughs> girl. When we come back, Holly reveals what's on my mind. <laughs> when you stare at Trico for a really long time, his nostrils start to flare. What? <laughs> Because I get so angry. It's a weird, like, <laughs> nervous system response. It's like, you know, when a bearded dragon, like, puffs out its beard when it gets threatened. <laughs> I puff out my nostrils. <laughs> like, whoa, them nostrils got real big just then. I remember, because you're, you're very, you know, mellow, like, soft-spoken. You yeah. remind me of our friend James. Mm-hmm. He's also a very... James. I love James. James Zostowski. He He's a very... um agnostic person about everything so he's extremely laid back yeah and one of those like oh hey james do you, do you think there's a god yeah maybe let me have another cigarette and think about it <laughs> you know he's just one of those dudes you remind me of him but i remember one time you did get angry the only time i've ever heard you angry because you raised your voice like what when did i ever get angry? one level and i was like <laughs> whoa Trico going bust some skulls. We when we went to uh, Alamo car rental. Oh yeah, they Those wouldn't. Bastards. They wouldn't give us the car rental because they don't take. Oh, they didn't want debit card. Yeah. They wanted a major credit card, which is weird because you'd think debit card would be the more secure bet. I think it's because they knew I was gangster, so they didn't want to rent to me. Yeah, well, <laughs> they did after you got mad because you raised yeah. your voice one level and you go, "Hey, man." I know how it works. I work in customer service. I'm going to complain to the company, and you're just going to give me the car. So let's just avoid all this. Well, they didn't get the car. No. Uh, we went across the street to a different place. And they were like, oh, hey, yeah, we have a take debit card. Here's keys to a man. Here you go. Five minutes, we were in and out. That yeah. Bitch. It was awesome. Uh, that was conspiracy. a nice van, too. That, was, that yeah. made me want a, what was it, a Chrysler. Yeah. Um, think town and country, right? T- the new yeah. town and country mm-hmm. thing was like Is a that space a minivan. Craft. Yeah, yeah, but it you was want, like you want a minivan. I do because like <laughs> them stone go seats though. That and it was mm-hmm. it felt so roomy. Like yeah. you have to if you're gonna get a minivan, you kind of gotta pimp it out though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put get some dingleberries or something. Dingleberries. Like, dingleberries. I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna put the balls in the back of the van. Hanging off of Those balls that hang down. <laughs> I'm gonna get Holly airbrushed as Barbarella on the side, oh, dude, yeah. holding a sword, like, <laughs> like yes. All right, that's better. The new like magical <laughs> horn on there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't ever Chase get mad at people coming. like that when they beep at you. You know, glitter could come out of the exhaust. Oh my Can god, that would be amazing. 
No, I just see it. It's raining, man. <laughs> All these sexy dudes and speedos and oil come out of the van, like pouring out. Like it's a clown car, so there's like thirty of them coming out, dancing in the streets in the summertime. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well you'll just see me hanging out in Casey's van all day. <laughs> Apparently, they're all gay. What a twist! Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> You can look at least. That's yeah, why that's I, true. I was talking to Jason about male strip clubs, and I said, "I'm not into it, man." Like no. half of you are, more than half, probably gay, and it's very effeminate. And I'm not turned on by that. Like, no. get your strange dong on my face. Penises are not pretty. No, <laughs> like the female form's pretty. That's why everyone's like, "Yo, go to titty bar," but like, I don't want some. Dude thrusting his junk in my face. Like, if right. I wanted that, I'd be like, hey, Chris, jump up on the bed and thrust your junk in my face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, like, you say it like that. It's so sexy. You know that's what he you did. He did do a dance home. for me one day. <laughs> hey. Well, it is. He gets all excited and he put on Pony one morning and like now started pony. dancing around the house. You're and I was pony. like, no, this is, this is not doing it for me. <laughs> wait, wait, I just see you as soon rhythm. as you hit the door, you drop your purse to the floor, like, get up on the bed and Shove your junk in my face. <laughs> shake it. Shake it fast. But Jason, like, okay. He acted like he was offended when I said that. And he goes, well, vaginas smell funny. What? Said that, Wait, what? Jason. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just, like totally wounded by the penises aren't pretty comment. <laughs> like, it hurt his ego. I guess. Wouldn't you want to put like a little Barbie wig on the head and like some, <laughs> oh, not pretty. Tell my penis it's pretty. <laughs> I'm so glad he does not listen to the show. <laughs> the one day he listens, he'll get you. Oh, I know. Right. Hey, Trico was yeah. on. I don't hear this. <laughs> That's my penis is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to call in. So, uh, anyway, shall we get into our next article? Article. <laughs> like, yeah, we're we're all chomping on uh, those push popsicles. Those, those icy, uh, the ice pops. Yes, ice pops. I'm turning um, mine into a weapon. <laughs> oh, so, my Trico, buddy, like with the flimsy yeah. plastic. She's sitting right. Turn into a shank over there. <laughs> You've been oh, like stared at creepily, oh. like stared down, and like <laughs> Holly's so about abused. to stab you with a popsicle. Welcome to the wash list. That's how we treat our fans at the wash list. <laughs> <laughs> Or <laughs> we had one fan and we killed him, <laughs> and we killed him. Of course, we sacrifice our fans. <laughs> Who wants to be sacrificed on the watch list? Girl. Not comfortable doing the show anymore. <laughs> hey, your soul is evil. Oh, that's yeah. true. My soul's murdered a whole entire bloodline, so I guess I shouldn't judge so much. <laughs> your mouth full of Costco. Your soul is evil. Your face was priceless. Your soul was evil. Like your like your dentures fell out. Your soul was evil. It was like she had a bottom retainer end. <laughs> Sorry, I never talk with my mouth full, but you yeah, had to say your soul was evil. I feel like you should do it more often because it was funny. By my teeth. I say it before it slips. <laughs> and then I forget. Uh, <laughs> so according to Mirror, six mysterious three-mile-high alien towers <laughs> discovered on the moon in NASA satellite images. I sound like Dr. Zayas right now. <laughs> um, Are you sure that's just not for eyes and branching out? <laughs> can, you, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, that was Sprint, wasn't it? Can you hear me now? 
I don't know. The guy changed oh. companies. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, and he announced <laughs> it in the commercial. <laughs> I said, the guy changed companies, and then I threw my wrapper at my... <laughs> like, so I was offended. Get it right. <laughs> There's cell phone towers in the forbidden zone. That's my uncle. That can Holly doesn't appreciate her alternate. Holly effect. is Dr. Zayas in Planet of the Apes. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, <our> sacred scrolls <laughs> say that conspiracy theories believe that the rock formations are artificial and have been placed there by someone or something. A group of six towers have been discovered on the moon by conspiracy theorists who believe they could have been built by aliens. Footage taken from the Google moon from the Google Moon, from Google Moon, from that there Google Moon, <laughs> which is collecting NASA satellites orbiting the moon and taking images of the lunar surface appears to show silver rocks standing high above ground level. And according to the data alongside these images, some of the towers are five kilometers high. Tyler Glockner, founder of alien hunting website Secure Team 10, believes the rock formations are not natural and have been placed there by some kind of life form. He says, when you look at these things, they are towering. Some of them nearly four miles high. And they may, I mean, you may say to yourself, well, Tyler, these are probably just glitches, image glitches on the software. Um, to which I say, okay, that's a valid possibility. But when it comes to the idea of towers on the moon, and by towers I'm talking artificial towers, as in they are not natural to the moon, they have been put there by someone or something. The idea of towers on the moon has been around for decades, but some viewers were not convinced by the footage. Uh, one wrote, for a detailed analysis of the lunar surface, Google Moon is a very unreliable tool. But another added, what if NASA is releasing this data and those images as a way of drip feeding us? Surely they can't have missed all the structures after all. It's NASA. Drip feeding us what? Hmm. NASA wants you to distract. It's like a smoke screen from NASA. Hey, look at these towers on the moon. NASA's <laughs> got, I think, better things to do than that. Yeah. Yeah. Like figuring out how that asteroid that's coming our way, how they're going to Looks like the moon that. just has some zits or something. Right. <laughs> they looks like, like blurred pixelated images almost. Um, this is what they look like. Here. You can take them. Yeah. What do you think? You ever, like when you're younger, you're driving around and someone's throwing out a bunch of furniture. So you and your buddies grab all the furniture and then put it at your other buddy's house, like in the middle of the night so no one knows. And they come out and they're like, what the fuck? I think that's what aliens are doing to us. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a video on here? Yeah. I, oh, I, I got you, girl. I got you. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> It no. sounded like a Macklemore song was about to start. What, what, what you are what? looking at here are six miles high towers that have recently been discovered on our moon. And they were found using the well-known software tool called Google Moon. And Google Moon, if you're new to the channel, if you've never used it, allows you uh, to visit our moon and actually fly down to the surface, uh, where in which you are no longer just seeing two-dimensional maps taken by the lunar orbiter, uh, but you are now able to see the three-dimensional terrain, the data from which was collected by the various orbiters that are around the moon now and has been converted uh, into a three-dimensional map. So these towers here that you're seeing, six of them that I can find so far, are nothing more than a representation of 
of the topography data that comes from NASA's own satellites that are up there circling the moon as we speak. And when you look at these things, I mean, they are towering, some of them nearly four (laughs) miles high. And you may say to yourself, well, Tyler, these are probably just glitches, (laughs) image glitches uh, on the software. To which I say, okay, that's a valid possibility. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And by towers, I'm talking artificial towers, as in they are not natural to the moon and they have been put there by someone or something. The idea of towers on the moon has been around for decades. I could listen to that man. That man sucked the life out of me. He He could take over Pillow Talk. He could. Alan Almond's replacement. So, replacement. You got the moon here. And, I have insomnia. Uh, I'm not. You got these that. towers, and they're very big. Would you like to come to the moon? It's a valid oh. possibility. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go to sleep. I can show you yeah. another tower. Moon dreams. It's, it's growing a mile high right now. <laughs> 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 the hell, dude! Some like, people, at least get excited. We're talking about aliens, bro. Yeah. Some people say I'm crazy. Mm. There's a high probability of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> valid, though. <laughs> the hell? I thought that was going to be like a 20-second video. <laughs> We've had visuals on the moon for years. I love how everyone... So. I mean, we are very open-minded, and a lot of times we're like, yeah, uh, that could be ghosts, that could be aliens, that, this could be that, or that, you know. But every time something off happens... People always assume it's aliens. Right. There's towers. Aliens. I still think it was Verizon, for the record. (laughs) I I just, like, what did NASA have to say, though? NASA's like, that ain't our footage. (laughs) (laughs) Google Moon. You're using a Google (laughs) app. (laughs) I I don't know. Trico. Google wants to stir up some stuff. I don't know. It was just funny. It's like, and I know people are like, Tyler, this could be glitches. And he's like, that's true. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to think at which, to me, I think is blurred imagery. I really do. Because yeah, you can't really make out exact details. So you can't even really see all that's going on. All you see is projection of raised. It looks like pixelated, like if something mm-hmm. went too fast and let's say you were taking like a, a panoramic ramic photo, for instance. Okay. And then I went too fast and Draco's face looks like really long. You know, it's <laughs> one of those things. I do not buy this at all. I don't. And, and you know, I'm, I, I believe there's aliens on the moon. I believe there's aliens on Mars. But I'm saying I don't believe that those were towers. For what? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if um, NASA has footage of this too or not. You would think that they would. Well, that's their app. Oh, it was. I thought it was uh, a yeah, it's Google, like Google. Right? Yeah, but it's a uh, NASA satellite. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm all confused by the story. <laughs> it, it's a weird. And like Google has control of uh, some footage. The way he said that, though, too, uh, to which I say. That's a probability. You're probably like, oh, I didn't think of that. Damn it. Now I became public and I sound like well. an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You're such an idiot. God. 
Uh, I don't know. There's way too many holes in this story. Yeah. Show me a high-res pic of these moon projections. I'll just get you a ticket there and you can go check it out. <laughs> you know. Why not? Yeah, but... <laughs> it's just, it just looks do. like really... Guess you want to go? Like fight? No. Moon, <laughs> I don't know where like, you want to go. I'm like, why do you think this tower is on the moon? Because if you do, hey man, that's your bag. But you want to go? What you got that popsicle still? It didn't melt. You're gonna stab me? You, you talking about my moon? Nobody talks about my moon. I'm about to moon you right now. <laughs> and you'll be blind, my big old pasty ass. <coughs> Girl, I need to get my shine blockers. <laughs> um, so yeah. Do you feel like the first official moon landing was staged? Yes. Do you feel that way? I don't know. I'd have to probably watch the footage again. To uh, you are James Jaskolski. <laughs> I don't know. Let's roll footage. Yeah. <laughs> roll that beautiful main footage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think at the time it was a space race, and you look at the footage, and it's so primitive. Mm-hmm. And well, who's who put the camera out there? Who's filming it? Who'd film them just stepping out? Did they send a camera up there? We didn't have that technology back then. Very, very strange. I it think like it was all to like flex out, for Russia. Set it up and then ran back in. Like, okay, act like we're just getting out there, right? And then, yeah. Well, have you? And we've talked about this several times on the watch list. Have you watched that documentary? Hmm. Uh, about um, The Shining. The Shining Code. Oh my God. Okay. The Shining Code. um, Actually, there's a whole documentary, Room 237, who is directed by the same guy who does um, The Nightmare about Hmm. sleep paralysis. But The Shining Code is available on YouTube. You can find the whole video. Really? Which is funny because actually Trico's film, The Otis Files, someone tried to uh, hack and put up on YouTube already. And it hasn't even come out yet. Oh, wow. And it says, like, watch the entire movie right now. And I'm like, shit, I'm not done editing. And, and I actually got excited about <laughs> like, it. Like, oh, somebody stole? That's awful. Yeah. Well, I want to see the scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an opportunist. I'm just going to take advantage of this situation. I'm like, we haven't finished editing it yet, but I'm kind of curious how it turned out. So I tried watching it. <laughs> right. Like, oh, what'd you think? You yeah. sent a message. Um, but the whole film, uh, it, it goes through in a highlights signs that Stanley Kubrick was actually trying to admit that he had a hand in staging the moon landing and he tried to admit it through the film The Shining because it's so radically different than the book Mm -hmm. and some of it you're thinking man how much did you smoke but some things you're like wait a minute and it's very cryptic check it out The Shining Code on YouTube actually Mm -hmm. I'll send it to you in, in a link Yeah, but uh and I'm not saying that I do, I believe or disbelieve that Stanley Kubrick had a hand in it. I'm just saying he had a hand in it. Yeah. So, um, and Eric Gutierrez is actually a big fan of um, the, well, for one, Stanley Kubrick's um, work, and two, the theory that we did not uh, land on the moon the first time. Uh, Eric Gutierrez, of course, is uh, from El Arto Press, and he is the creator of Max the Inebriated Rabbit. Uh, so check that out at lrjopress.com. Um, I heard one time uh, well, I was watching something, and um, 
the shielding and everything for the ship, because if you look at it, there's not a whole lot of shielding, and they're out in space with, like, a ton of radiation. And mm-hmm. like they're saying, the suits, there's no way it would have to be made completely out of lead to protect them from all the radiation. Yeah, I mean, if they had gone to the moon, and, like, the ship looks, like, really flimsy. Yeah. You know? It so. seems like the more we know as time goes on, mm-hmm. the more they don't want people to go back and watch that footage, because yeah. <laughs> it's becoming more and more obvious. Yeah. Well, and there was some other, like, moon thing I was watching, where when the astronauts come back, you fear they'd be like, yeah, watch on the moon, bitches. Like, you know, like really ecstatic and everything about it. But they were kind of like looking really stressed out and kind of bummed out. Like if you watch the footage of them during like a press conference right after they got back, the three astronauts, mm-hmm. they were like. Almost know, like kinda, remorse. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are lying to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about Buzz Aldrin <clears throat> when he punched that conspiracy theorist in the face. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> when well, he questioned him. After so many years, he's probably been lying to himself. Like, I'm going to believe this lie. (laughs) You probably just want to punch a guy. You know, old people get all grouchy and stuff. And they're like, (laughs) I'm old. Fuck it. Punching this guy. (laughs) Can't wait to be old. (laughs) (laughs) So you can punch people? Yeah. Remember how I told you a long time ago? I'm like, I can't wait until we're old. Like, really old people. And we don't have to give a shit about anything. We'll be just like sitting on the couch like eating chips and drinking beer <laughs> like we don't have to worry about a damn thing because we're going to die soon anyway it just makes me think of Romy and Michelle's high school reunion <laughs> when, <laughs> if you remember that clip where they were both like old and they were fighting through the yeah that? <laughs> that is going to be us I picture you two like the Golden Girls I just kind of <laughs> hanging out having some cheesecake talking about your proms Talking about all the sexy, <laughs> you know, widowed men. Oh, who would be who? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> Thank you continue? for being a friend. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jess, what do you think? I don't know. I feel like we've had satellite imagery for a really long time now. We would have noticed. What do I mean about the moon landing? Oh, I mean, the moon about landing? Golden Girls. I don't know. I, well, I mean, awesome because yeah. it's the Golden Girls. If you don't like the Golden Girls, there's something very wrong mm-hmm. with you. Uh, I don't know. I haven't actually looked into it or questioned it before. I'm going to send you that link to the Shining Code. Everybody's okay. getting the Shining Code. I'll watch cool. it. Everybody's homework. getting the Shining Code. You know, no. You're getting the Shining Code. Look under your chairs. <laughs> There's a lot of gum. get a punch from Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on, Buzz. Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Ooh. Ten years ago. I'm Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Bill Clinton impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Dave's out now. Oh, but you want me to go? Do it, right? Yeah, I can't get a Bill Clinton him. somebody. Yeah. Does he want to do it? If not. Oh, he's doing it. <laughs> We're going to get Dave on here to hopefully do a Bill Clinton impression for you guys before we leave the watch list. Come on now. Yeah. We've been talking about this Bill Clinton impression all night. Yeah. We're not leaving here till we hear Bill Clinton. Right. We will go into overtime <laughs> if we have to. <laughs> um, it's our mission. To, uh, Dave Phillips is in the film as well. Who does Dave yes. play? He plays the mayor, the uh, oh, really? kind of mob boss mayor guy. And Stephanie Maynard, yeah. author Stephanie Maynard, yes, uh, is in it as well. Yeah, she plays the uh, secretary for the mayor. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty cool. It was filmed right here at Podcast Detroit. 
and beautiful near downtown Royal Oak. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, Represent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the 248? The 248? Yeah. <laughs> um, man, man, he's really got to... You really got to talk him into this. Yeah. Shoot. He's warming up his vocal cords. <laughs> now, He's a little shy. He doesn't like to be on the mic. Otis. <laughs> Otis in the film. Mm-hmm. The synopsis is that he finds an alien turd in his backyard. Yeah. Well, he thinks he sees an alien. Then uh, he comes back and the alien's gone and he thinks he has an alien turd. So that gets him fame and fortune because he has an alien turd in a jar. Thus he goes on tour with it. Yes. Now, did you shit in a jar for this role? Yeah, it uh, took a lot out of me. <laughs> Did you cut <laughs> uh, a bunch of Tootsie Rolls together? <laughs> yeah, I'd eat a lot of corn and <laughs> give it some texture and wait a couple of days. Now, what, um, what does alien poop look like? I like human poop. Mm-hmm. Did you take some dog poop? No. <laughs> Where am I going to find a dog? <laughs> what, what was the prop? Was it a candy bar or something? Yeah, it was a candy bar. Um, yeah. I think I used a Snickers because it had like the peanut already in there. Should he so, use uh, a baby Ruth? Yeah. <laughs> that would look more alien turdish. Isn't that what they use in Caddyshack? I think so. When there was a, a supposed turd in the pool and everybody jumped out, but it was like a... Baby Ruths don't have any uh, chocolate on them though, right? It's all. No, just... you're thinking of Payday. Oh yeah, you're right. I know my candy. Damn, they're going to pull my fat was, guy card. I was thinking that too though. <laughs> Paydays are good too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad at that. Well, dang, I guess we ain't going to get our vocal end impression. Yeah. Jess is gone. <laughs> Jess started doing shots she, and she's out of here. She went home. <laughs> <laughs> she grabbed her key. She's like, yeah, her purse is. <laughs> she's put it on. I want to go talk to Dave about the vocal end impression. Is, can you do Bill Clinton, sir? Well, I'm going to try. Sweet. What's your name? Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, Belle. Welcome Hi. to the show. Well, I'm glad to be here. It truly is an honor. And I don't think that I'd, I'd, I'd like to be anywhere else. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like uh, Bill Clinton and Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what Bill, Mr. Clinton, uh, what color is alien semen? Well, I guess it, it depends on, you know, which alien. You know, my personal preference that from what from what I've experienced, it's more of a neon green. But I mean, there are plenty of extraterrestrial life out there, and it was just I can't speak for all of them. Does it glow in the dark? Well, of course. <laughs> Does yours glow in the dark? <laughs> don't don't they it. all? That, that made just as ear. I knew it. <laughs> well, Mr. Clinton, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners? About the extraterrestrial... About anything oh. you want. And, well, I, you know, I, I did not have relations with that extraterrestrial creature. <laughs> I just want you to know that. This is not from experience. This, this is just from scientific knowledge. So Monica told you. I cannot confirm nor deny that. <laughs> I did not probe that woman. I did not. <laughs> no, no, I didn't probe her. She She didn't come near me. I did not have sexual relations with that. She didn't come near me. She came a few feet from me. Oh. <laughs> uh, wait. wait. L- large. Name a Trico. Get on. I had one Large job. and in charge. 
All right, Mr. Clinton, thank you so much for oh, being on the watch great. list. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's It's been my pleasure. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Awesome. Clinton. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Bill Clinton was just here. And, and he's out. Studio. And he's out. Birthday week complete. <laughs> <laughs> and it's confirmed. Oh, I'll get you another Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> You know a guy. Yeah. I got a Bill Clinton guy. That was a lounge singer. Is he gonna call me at three o'clock in the morning and be like, New York is safe? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna You know what? That's... She snorted, I never heard just snort. That was awesome. New York is safe. Sometimes <laughs> you just turn off your mic. Oh, I thought you just turned off the show, like the show's over. Bye. Shut it down. <laughs> Day. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm crying. (laughs) Oh my God. James Fernandez is listening. Sweet. He said. He's in the movie too. He plays the director. And he actually is a director in real life. Yeah. IRL. Oh my God. I'm embarrassed that somebody was listening. Uh, They were. <laughs> there Our were... one fan is here, and we thought that was good. <laughs> oh, I guess we have a fan in James Fernandez too. He, he has listened to the show. Uh, there were two cameras. One was Buzz Aldrin's personal camera, which he had running through the window, and the other was a TV camera. There was a was there was television. Nineteen sixty nine. Went out of his way to say that. <laughs> kind of sounds snarky there, James. Mounted on a panel that Buzz deployed by pulling a cord to get the panel down. That's the camera recording such down that we see in the archive footage. So, so he's a picture real. of the Undertaker with his tongue out, and it's very ominous. And like, it's creepy. does he yeah. believe that it was set up, or does he believe? No, it? he believes it's real. Okay, he doesn't want to get punched by Buzz, <laughs> right? I ain't getting punched by nobody. <laughs> Made him sound like a hillbilly. <laughs> You're t- you're in tune with the James. Movie. How come you didn't call in? Yeah, you have ten minutes to call in, brother. I just want to hear his voice. Two four eight five seven nine five two six zero. Well, call he was us. he was active one minute ago, which means he's probably uh, dialing. Oh, okay. is he? Is he? <laughs> I don't know. It's got to ring first. You got to do a Bill Clinton person. I feel like Santa Claus is coming. I'm like, is he here? Is he here? <laughs> I'm gonna call him right now. I'll get you the mic. He's like, you don't call in, I call you. You have his phone number? I don't even have his phone number. No, I'm calling him through Messenger. Yeah, we were filming. I didn't have his phone number, and uh, one of the other actresses, Chrissy, um, Chrissy Kenny. uh, She plays a reporter in the film. She has like an orange jeep, so she's like, James, just follow the orange jeep. So he followed one, but it wasn't her. It was some like old dude. So he like drove to this old dude's house. And, like, That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Answer your phone. We know you're there. When he answers, you have to say New York. He's like, I'm. Safe. I just gotta say New York that. Can be up. safe sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> James, you're harsh on my buzz. <laughs> harsh on my buzz, Aldrin. Oh. No. Oh, shit balls. Well, well thanks, James. He says he's active now. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm listening and I'm not calling it. <laughs> you butthole. Uh. 
So, <laughs> folks. All right. Well, once again, try. Hey, Trico, let's mm-hmm. let's talk too. You're not just a filmmaker. Nah, I do stuff and things. <laughs> talk about your publications. Oh yeah. Um. So I I write some comics once in a while. Uh, you I have... you are not selling yourself very well. <laughs> um. I write all the comics all the time. And <laughs> no, it's very humble. <laughs> what is it? What are your comics? What What are they called? Oh, uh, for Source Point, I write uh, the Jack of Spades series, and uh, we have uh, the Creep Show um, uh, graphic novel that's going to be coming out based on my all time favorite band ever, the Creep Show from like Canada. I and, didn't know that. See, I'm thinking Creep Show like Stephen King. No, nah, no, nah. I'm so out of the loop. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's even better because it's my favorite band. So I'm in with them now. I can like probably go backstage, maybe, hopefully. What and, is um, your target audience? Um, I don't know. Probably like for like for the but, creep show book or um or for UFO. You know, a generalized. Or, uh, oh, probably I don't know dudes like me. I guess like because I relate good to dudes like me. So my target audience is probably <laughs> dudes like me. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I write uh, that stuff for Source Point and then Michigan Comics Collective. I have uh, the Magma Man series and the like a short story in volume two of their anthology. And um, and 13 Little Hills by Source Point Press is another horror anthology. And uh, when's the next Comic Con you're going to? Next one will be Flint Comics. Uh, it's the April 22nd. And I'll be in Lansing, like the Fantasticon in Lansing on the end of the month. I think it's the 29th and 30th, if I'm right. Hopefully, I think I have my numbers right. Too many cons. Yeah. Yeah, so April. Time. Yeah, it's like every weekend is a con. I didn't even know yeah. we were going to be in Philadelphia. I kept thinking Indiana. Really? Because I'm like, aren't we going to Indiana? Oh, it's I'm like, I was telling Justin, I'm like, does that mean I'm like a rock star now? <laughs> like, I have no idea where we're going. I just know that the Source Point peeps is coming to pick me up. So you're going to go do a panel and be like, what's up, Indiana? And you'll be in like Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just testing you. <laughs> Don't you also have a podcast? Oh, yes. Good call, yeah, Jess. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Jess. Yeah, someone's looking you. out for me. Thanks, Jess. And someone else. Someone's <laughs> looking out for me. Better watch us. She's going to steal Holly's plastic flimsy ship. Yeah. Uh, I have a uh, podcast on the network called Shot of History. Um, we get drunk and talk about history. So it's a it's a good time. Featuring Stephanie Maynard. Oh, yeah. There's other people is, on there, too. Who is also... Yeah. In the Otis Files. Yeah, she's in the Otis Files. And Devin, who a lot of people recognize from Source Point and from uh, uh, Snake Oil Horror and Snake Oil Comics. What days is your podcast? Um, it releases every Tuesday. Okay. You need to hire me as like your media specialist. Yeah. <laughs> you were horrible at promoting yourself. What yeah. time of day does do you guys do your live show? Oh, we don't do any live shows. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, we're, okay. uh, we were too busy for that, so we uh, <laughs> too cool. Yeah. So it releases Dang. on what uh, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. iTunes, yeah, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, the website here or the uh, app here for Podcast Detroit, and on our website, shoutahistory dot com. Right now, mm-hmm. all righty, you're on the watch list. 
Oh yeah, I'm Trico, on it? you're on the watch list. Sweet. <laughs> Happy birthday. Me and the lady from Sydney. Speaking of birthday, if you know Holly like that, wish her a happy birthday on her Facebook. Or you can send it through the watch list or on the watch list page. I if you, you have my say, phone number, you can just you know call me and be like, New York. New York is safe. <laughs> happy birthday. birthday. Uh, <laughs> right. Only for your birthday. Then after that, whoo, come to the jungle. <laughs> right back to the jungle. But uh, Friday, April 7th, is Holly Ogden's birthday. Aww. Happy early birthday, Holly! Ooh. And for birthday, for your birthday, you're not getting retrograde. That's your birthday. Cause well, it hot is, damn. I just looked it up. Mm-hmm. It's not in retrograde, but it does go into retrograde. Just getting ghosts in your house. <laughs> All right. Uh, two days later, on the 9th. It will what? Go yeah. Thanks for telling me. No, because you're going to party up and like, no retrograde party. Well, oh, you looked it up? and Well, maybe I'm having the pre-retrograde weirdness. No. No. Of TVs turning on randomly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We will we we will not even experience retrograde. It has no power over us because I said so. Yeah. Trico, mm-hmm. again, where can we order or pre-order the Otis Files mockumentary? Oh, uh, the only place you can get tickets or the DVD or any other cool stuff is on the UFO Kickstarter. So go on to Kickstarter, do a search for UFO. It should be the second one that comes up, UFO the Otis Files. Click on that. There's tons of cool tiers. Uh, Casey has a tier. I got a tier. David Hayes has a tier. Everyone in the movie has a tear, except for Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. And um, then, uh, like, yeah, um, back the Kickstarter. You'll be glad you did because, like, after the movie comes out, everyone's going to be like, oh, man, did you see Otis Files? And you don't want to be the guy that's like, no, I didn't see it. <laughs> so. <laughs> or you can be like David Hayes, how he always pitches his books. Like, uh, first one in your block. Yeah. You get this book before the movie comes out. Um, so, yeah, those reward tiers you can get. Uh, the DVD, you get comic books, yeah, yeah, even Otis's overalls that were actually someone, used on the set. Someone got those. Oh, someone already picked those up. Yeah, those went fast, dude. Oh I, wow! If I would have known, I would have bought Otis two pairs of pants for the film. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, even smells like David Hayes. Yeah, yeah. I got to send him a letter, uh, like an email, like, do you want me to wash these first, or is it like a fetish <laughs> thing that you're going for? Or, right. Do I have to have him like kind of work out in them first before I mail these out? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if anything, you can go ahead and purchase or pre the pre-order a, a DVD that is, you know, Michigan-based actors, mm-hmm. hilarity, lots of fun, comic yep. book creators are in it, and you can pick up some free, or not free, but some <laughs> comics with your reward if you so choose. I think it's a win-win. You can't yeah. really lose with this. Even if you thought the movie was lackluster, hey, you got some books. Exactly. So, <laughs> already, thank you so much, Trico. And thank you. This all. Thanks for having me on. And I am Casey Pierce. I'm Holly Ogden. I am Jessica. (laughs) Sarah. (laughs) DJ Jess. All right. Until next time. Maybe there won't be a next time. Because New York is safe. (laughs) For now. Bye.